0: And welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. I'm your host, Deplorable Janet. And today I have some fabulous, fascinating new guests to the show, the Hush Hush Society. So I'm going to let you all introduce yourselves um, and let the audience get a little more acquainted with you.
1: Sure. Uh, I'm Mystery Mike. Good to see everyone
2: i'm declassified dave and i'm slick frank sanders
1: we are a trio who run a conspiracy theory cryptid mysterious fringe science true crime sometimes cultish uh podcast
0: (laughs) that's fabulous though because the listeners will eat that up for sure and i'm so excited that uh everybody that doesn't know you yet is going to get a little taste of your show today. So first tell everybody like, how did you guys get together to, to start your show and what made you decide to start it?
3: Hmm. Uh, (sighs) Mike was in another podcast and it was, it was, he was debating on continuing it or, starting something entirely different and it was about i would say may 2020 when we were in full swing of sitting at home so we had stuff to do in time uh and mike and i were like let's let's do something different and uh picked conspiracies it was pretty quick we had a discussion very very quickly uh and then the name came and then frankie jumped on board and then in august of 2020 we were ready to go
0: so you you guys have known each other for a while then?
3: Yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I've Same known
4: Dave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've known Dave the better part of 20 years. And uh, Frank, I've known, I mean, how long has it been? It's been a while. A couple months. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, ever since I was birthed into this, this glorious world. Yep, yep. It's been that long.
0: Okay, so so for the two of you, uh, since you're related, which one of you is more conspiracy minded, and which one is like, nah, I'm not sure about that, or are you both on the same page? I th- I think uh, we're kind of we're kind of
1: both we're fifty fifty on it. We um, you know Frank believes in stuff that I don't believe in, and vice versa, and I think that we have a healthy dose of skepticism, especially with each other. So we are more than okay calling each other out on stuff and, and having (laughs) discussions. So.
0: But, 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 but even if you don't agree, you still get along, right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so.
0: I had to ask that because there are some people that once you disagree, they don't want to speak to you anymore. Oh, Um, You're entitled to
2: your opinions. (laughs) You are entitled to your opinions.
1: Yeah.
0: So so, it
1: would make the holidays really weird.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is (laughs) that is absolutely true. So Dave, um, tell me how you met Mike, because we had that discussion before we started recording. (laughs) But my listeners will get a kick out of this.
3: Uh, I was in a band, and one of my guitar players was, was Mike's best friend. And he's like, "Oh, my buddy, a couple buddies are coming by," and uh, they came to the practice space. And Mike had a half-depleted eighteen pack of Bud Light. Walks in the door, right where I was standing, and goes, "Hi, I'm Mike. Here, want a beer?" <laughs> you know, that's pretty, pretty much it. Next, yeah. pretty much the, pretty much the next day, I think we were hanging out. So love been, at first sight. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Every,
0: everybody knows that I love beer, and so that would be one way to get to my heart really quickly is bring me beer. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
1: Especially back in your early twenties, and you know, oh, beer is was, life.
0: <laughs> that was that was a really long time ago. I'm in my fifties, and you can still bring me beer, and we can still be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, Mike, how was your the show that you were on previously? I'm assuming that it wasn't anything to do with conspiracies.
1: It wasn't. It was actually a movie podcast. I nice. uh, did it with another friend of mine that I've known for. Probably just as long as Dave, um, and life got in the way. He had to leave the show. I was solo, and for so long we had done the show together for over a year, uh, pretty much weekly. And it just the dynamic of me doing it alone. I tried to bring in other podcasters to guest, and just didn't really uh, didn't really work out. wasn't so- wasn't gonna the dynamic was gone. So.
0: I understand. Sometimes that's hard, but um, I was listening to your Tavistock episode earlier today and I thought you guys would be perfect um, for my friends at True Theater Radio. They do audio dramas. Um, I just did an audio drama with them that that i wrote for the show but listening to you guys and and your voices and the different character voices that you can do i thought oh my god these guys would be like so awesome on that everybody would be like sitting on the edge of their seat waiting for the rest of the story so yeah i might have (laughs) to hook you up with that because it would be really fun to listen to sounds (laughs) fun yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's an absolute blast because um, I wrote this story and then I sent it to them and then they put like the sound effects and all of that stuff with it and it was it was so cool. It turned out really really interesting. So um, I do a, I do a bit of uh, audio drama
1: for our Patreon. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, he does a,
0: yeah. a bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Were you underselling that?
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> A little bit, yeah, yeah, I'd say so.
0: So Mike is the dramatic one in the group that I'm assuming.
3: (laughs) We we all can switch our our uh, normal selves to something different pretty fast. It's if you hear some electrical yeah, if you hear (laughs) some voices, and you might not know who it's coming from if it's if it's just audio. But yes, it was. (laughs) I was
0: driving today, and I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Oh boy, so today I want to talk to you guys about cryptids because no one has ever talked about cryptids on my show yet, Um, and I've been doing this for quite a while now, so I want to know all things cryptids and how you got into that whole topic.
1: Hmm. It's good. It's
0: good <laughs> Everybody's like that was very deep. Mm.
2: Well, how we got into the topic—I mean, that's a little bit easier to answer. Uh, just th- more so the dispersion of content that we create um, to have a little bit more variety. We brought cryptids into the the show itself, and it's the the cryptids are always very fun to cover uh, because it it doesn't get very serious or. Yeah. Really, really dark or scary or anything like that. Well, there's dark Cover, humor, yeah, dark humor, <laughs> but it's <laughs> not grotesquely dark, you know. No. Um,
0: dark humor is perfect though, so and <laughs> I, it seems to be a topic that would probably fit your personalities. Really, mm. really well. You'll love the rest <laughs> of our show then.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, I want to know, uh and this may sound like a strange question, but if each one of you could be one cryptid, what would you be, or who oh. would you be?
1: Mm. That's a tough one. I, I got to be a Sasquatch. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you are a Sasquatch. Huh? I am a Sasquatch. They live the life; like it's such a good life. You're out in the yeah. woods, far from population. <laughs> uh you could probably pick up wi-fi by a nearby nearby starbucks if you're in seattle (laughs) um you you just you're kind of an agoraphobe you you eat off the land live off the land It's just perfect probably you know bigfoot's probably got a log cabin somewhere out there in the in the northwest so that's that's like that's my life right there (laughs) that's
3: good
0: I could I could see that about me too. I would I would quite enjoy that because um I kind of live out in the middle of nowhere right now and uh I'm a nature kind of person. So yeah, I think I would be I would be the same. Although I'm not tall and I'm not super hairy, so I don't <laughs> know if that would fit. <laughs> Except if I don't shave my legs all winter. So that's another story. (laughs) So Dave, who would you be?
3: That's a tough one because I I wouldn't want to be super grotesque. But if I was going to be grotesque, like the Mongolian death worm, (laughs) just wiggle around (laughs) in the sand. It's probably so the sensory of that life of just wiggling around on sand must be. I have no legs. I have no legs. Tremors. you're, You're badass if you're a tremor, you know. (laughs) <laughs> so, it's it's either that or something else grotesque like Mothman and flap around West Virginia and stuff.
0: I think the worm thing was funny, and I had some of the worst pictures pop into my head when. He's, good, good. Is oh that... my god! Good, <laughs> good. Dave, Dave it's probably it, it's well not
1: we've... far off from what Dave <laughs> actually looks like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no arms and no legs. No, yeah. No. yeah.
1: Like, or him down by his side, and he squirms through,
0: <laughs> he just flops around on the floor. Is that before or after he has a lot of beer?
3: <laughs> is, it, is it very after. much after? <laughs> yeah, engorged, it's just filled up like a tick. Yeah,
0: <laughs> okay, Mr. Frank, how about you?
2: Um, I could tell you what I'd like to be, but if I actually were a cryptid going by my current lifestyle i would be the Loch Ness monster and i would be a total hermit and people wouldn't hear from me and people wouldn't see me very often and i would just stick to myself <laughs> way down in the depths that's what i would do
0: i'm assuming that you're not uh, a lover of all things people
2: <laughs> no i mean I am, I am, but I I enjoy my my solitary time sometimes, mm-hmm. and not not to mention that it, it's some beautiful beautiful countryside over there. How could you complain?
0: The the food over there is awful.
2: Really, <laughs> a lot of potatoes.
3: Well, you and could cabbage. just jack. You could just jack fisherman if you're a <laughs> if you're Loch Ness monsters, and probably tastes better than haggis. Exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <clears throat> so, tell me. Um, I only know like about the worm because I was reading stuff about that recently, but, but tell me like, what are some of the other cryptids? Of course, Bigfoot is like the famous one and Loch Ness monster, but what are some of the other ones that you guys have covered?
3: Um, well, we started our cryptids with uh, the Jersey devil,
0: which is and what
3: that is. Mike, you, you hit that one really good
1: uh so the the Jersey devil as it looks is kind of a mix between um a goat or a ram I guess you could say maybe more goatish uh with like bat wings and a long tail um it the the origin of the story goes back way uh, to um supposedly some bastard childs being uh the the son of the devil or the spawn of the devil and uh jersey devil story was born out of that It's very weird
0: So have you guys ever seen a horror movie that had like uh things like that that were born and then the you know like the cultish people or whatever uh would like kill those things or or whatever. Heck, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was called. We watched it not too long ago. My husband finds some very strange movies, and so it's always something weird that comes up like that. <clears throat> so, so what other kind of uh, cryptids did you guys talk about? Ah. Uh trying to think back of all the ones that we've done um we haven't
2: done a wendigo episode yet right no we haven't no we haven't. but we did just mention it in an episode that we recorded it it's not released yet the the wendigo is pretty wild
3: the and wendigo what is it's... that so that is a uh, it's it's native american lore in uh southeastern united states and uh what was it what was it the uh it's it spirit captures it. Spirits captures your soul or something like that from like jealous or like people who are uh, like greedy, greedy, yeah, greedy. greedy folks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's a frightening looking creature. It's got like a what, like a deer head and almost like a like a cow's head with like deer antlers. And it's supposed to be like super a deer tall. skull. Deer skull. Yeah, no flesh skull. on the face. Yeah, it's roams the woods, jacks it's people.
1: Got weird long um appendages kind of like stalks it's it's very uh hunched over yeah very creepy we have a wendigo t-shirt in our our, uh our merch store but yeah as dave was saying it's 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 native american folklore um it, it comes for greedy people it turns them into wendigos and it hungers for human flesh Pretty much, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a monster from your dreams, pretty much. Yeah.
0: So I would say that nowadays, as crazy as people are and as greedy as they are, there might be a lot of wind that goes around.
3: Are they are shapeshifters, right? Do
0: they live in Washington too?
2: <laughs> There's theories that. A majority of them do that there's a lot
3: of Wendigos in Washington. DC D- or the or the, the Northwest. Oh, D- D. Oh, oh, I thought oh, you meant DC. Yeah. Well, DC. Yeah.
2: <laughs> greedy uh, bastards.
0: Exactly. Uh, you know, and and who knows, one of these days they might reveal themselves on the house floor or the summit floor. <clears throat> So that could could be an interesting thing. We just have a, you know, a parliament made up of uh, wendigos. (laughs) (laughs) Lizards. (laughs) So do you find that while you guys were looking into this, that a lot of um, these creatures are found in folklore from all different kinds of backgrounds? yeah hundred oh, yeah.
3: percent, definitely yeah. there's there's more modern ones like even like mothman would be more modern but when we covered like the the, the duende those had some roots that went back and the duende was a great episode. we had a lot of fun with the duende so and, you'll uh,
0: have to you'll have to tell me what that is because I, that's one i have not heard of before it's a um, it's
2: a small little conniving stealing goblin that takes your things in the middle of the night yeah. and uh, it it pretty much just messes with people. That's that's what I remember from it. Yeah. it's, it's yeah. this little goblin thing that like messes with people. It's like a smaller, just, so they just
0: they just extra. run around and. Fuck with shit in your house, like that's where all your socks go that you can't find from the the dryer. Like the underwear gnomes, yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) They're kind of like that. And then there's they're they're dominantly, I think, in Spain and Portugal and uh, South America has a little bit of lore. And then the Philippines, there's a lot of of, of talk about the duende, and they all have a little bit different variations and names and definitely appearances. But they're all tiny little, you know, you know, between a gremlin and Dobby, you know. Like I would say that's probably.
0: So they're they're fun sure. size. They're fun size like me. So all, yep. all the little people, I could be one of those.
3: And there is a variation in what is it, Iceland with the U-Lads? Is that what yeah, they're called? The U-lads. Yeah, it's like twelve of them, and they all have different things, like spoon liquor guy, little goblin that comes in and licks all your spoons in your house.
0: <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> That's some interesting uh, writing on somebody's part right there.
3: Oh, Yeah. This- people are eating something.
0: Get up in the middle of the night and you come out in the kitchen and you're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> this stuff is great. Yeah, and it kind of reminds me of um you know, at Christmas time that elf on a shelf where it, like yeah, moves, of. it moves all the time and then if you don't, you know, if you don't pay attention to this elf or something bad things can happen and I'm like I- <laughs> My parents kind of had one of those creepy little elves when we were little, but it wasn't called an elf on the shelf because, of course, that was back in the Stone Age. And so they would just set these creepy little things like all over, you know, under the, on the mantle or under the tree or whatever. And there was always like 50 of them wherever the place. But yeah. So, so what do you, what is the lore behind the, the, the sandworm thing. Um, geez. Um, so I, I mean, since you want to be one, I just thought I <laughs> would ask you.
3: <laughs> it's, it's a uh, just a vicious creature, like, of uh, it's I'm trying to think. There's
1: so so many. It, there's like, so,
3: many, uh, and
1: there's so like, many different ones and different lore. It's hard it to kind, keep track of them. It's
0: so I'm thinking like found the Star in, Wars stuff.
3: Yes, yeah, so like a sarlacc kind of. You know, if you're if you're, if yeah. you're thinking it that that way, uh, but smaller. They're usually like two to ten feet long or so. They're not massive. They're depicted sometimes in uh,
0: ten feet know. long is pretty long. I don't it's really big worm, know. I'd yeah, want yeah, to find a that. worm that long.
3: <laughs> uh, and it's really like folklore from nomadic people in the Gobi Desert that's where it really originates but so what it, is uh,
0: the what is the purpose of it I mean
3: just kills things <laughs> just, 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 kills just things. a giant murder okay worm. so I, I could it's be the giant...
0: murder worm too <laughs>
3: the murder worm yeah it's a murder worm it's, it's like the like
2: like <laughs> fun one yeah yeah. the the different like variations of chupacabra because and it's the same thing with bigfoot with a couple of these cryptids um it's not just one set thing so the mongolian deathworm for example it's a pretty standardized depiction of what that cryptid is but when it comes to bigfoot you've got and the chupacabra you've got different renditions of what it may look like depending on the region where it's sighted. Mm -hmm. So like how Bigfoot has all the different names, the skunk ape and so on and so forth with like down South, the chupacabra is kind of the same thing. So some people would report seeing a more like scaly, spiny sort of slimy rat dog thing. And other people were seeing what was more commonly referred to as almost like a rabid dog one was more reptile and one was more mammal.
0: I think I would rather there's... see the mammal one than the reptile one.
2: Yeah, I think there's, I it's almost said like
3: that in that episode. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, there's also a couple other variations that are very, very, very close to like the Jersey Devil or Mothman. So yeah, with wings, wings we, and whatnot, yeah, yeah, we had we had talked about that in I think that episode uh, that. Could a lot of these three these three different cryptids be miscited? you know, could people who claim to see a Jersey devil might actually be seen a Chupacabra, you know so especially in North America, I, there's not too many it, unless in like Texas was it Texas where you saw like the reptile version? There wasn't too many accounts of in like Florida maybe there yeah. wasn't too many accounts yeah, of yeah. the reptile alien looking version. but it's there- a creepy
4: one.
0: So are these like all over the United States or are they more so in certain states? Uh,
3: I so that's I think every uh, state has a oh. sighting.
1: Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Um, but we we talked with actually um, Alex Petikoff, who is a he's kind of a an outdoorsman. He's also a crypto a cryptozoologist. He hunts Bigfoot. Uh, he has a whole YouTube series about it, um, and he travels everywhere. He's, he's been everywhere in search of it. Um, and what he said, and it, it makes sense, is that a lot of these cryptids, they'll stick to certain areas that are uh, conducive to what they like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, so Sasquatch or Bigfoot uh, is likes to be in wide open forests that are kind of uh, a temperate temperate rainforest Mm -hmm. you know rainforest light uh which perfectly describes the northwest and washington um oregon that whole area uh he went in search out in alaska which is also wide expanse of forestry Mm -hmm. um and then uh when it comes to something like mothman mothman doesn't really it's not it's a totally different sighting for mothman or the jersey devil which uh you know those are more just uh found in cities you don't really know what their climate is like or what Mm -hmm. their what their their home would be like um and mothman especially you know with with the lore that comes with him he's kind of like a like a harbinger of doom you know, he'll he'll he shows up and he has these these uh, these sightings, especially around uh, around catastrophes or, or, you know, things that happen. Uh, there was the collapse of what was the bridge? I think the bridge in Chicago it, or something.
3: It was in no, it was in Point Pleasant, I believe. Right. It was the actual bridge in Point Pleasant, West Virginia or around West around the area. That's where. it was seen and then the bridge collapsed shortly shortly after and there's been a couple other things too that have happened where it's been seen and something bad happens so
0: I have a question do you guys think um, that cryptids are something that are of this world or do you think it's like other realmish type stuff
2: I think, think it
3: depends on the cryptid. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a mixed bag. I think it's yeah, it depends on there might be something terrestrial, there might be something ultra terrestrial, and there might be something that's extra it might even just be extraterrestrial and we call it a cryptid because it looks weird.
0: Well, and the reason why I asked that is because like it, with with Mothman and and showing up before there's a real catastrophe, not a false flag catastrophe, right? Um big difference. <laughs> But showing up like that, it kind of seems to me like um, it's almost something of the angelic realm or nature. And, and people are, are seeing it or interpreting it different because um, the human brain probably cannot process an actual angel being. Mm-hmm. So do you think that's why, like, um, like, say you have two people that could see the exact same thing, but describe it completely different? Do you think it's because of our like consciousness and what we're capable of handling?
1: I think we discussed something similar. I'm trying to remember what the episode was, but we did discuss something along those lines where it is possible that the human brain, as you said, just can't comprehend the the greatness of, of an angelic being, or Mm -hmm. even the darkness of a deep, of a demonic being. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're not sure if, if it is along those lines, you know, what, what is our, what is our brain morphing that image into? Mm -hmm. So if it's a, if it's a mothman, why would it be a mothman? You know, like why, what, what about that? Are we just seeing something that we can't, Interpret and we can't liken to something that is earth earthbound and mm-hmm. then just attributing something to it like a moth, mm-hmm. uh, mm. you know, a winged creature that kind of looks fuzzy. It has these dark red eyes, so that kind of reminds me of a moth. Yeah, Mothman. So you know, our brain is making that switch instantaneously to keep us from going insane or to try and make sense of what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. It's very possible. Um, but, you know, when it comes to that sort of thing, I, I I would love to see the accounts of people that have maybe seen something that they can't understand mm-hmm. and that is some sort of angelic or demonic being either way.
0: Right. And if you think about it, like... um it could be something very demonic that people can't process as well. Because if you think about like the, the rituals that um, like Bohemian Grove or, you know, things that they have like gone throughout history in the movies or whatnot, where they depict like, you know, these creature things with skull faces or antlers or, you know, whatever. And, And maybe that's just our way of, of being able because we wouldn't be able to actually see and, and process what a demon is or what an angel is. So maybe that's like just our way of uh, like putting into words, kind of like the energy that you feel and how you're describing that. So mm-hmm. And there's so when,
1: people that believe that, that that is happening with extraterrestrials
0: mm-hmm.
1: that we're maybe seeing angels or demons or whatever they may be but our Mm -hmm. brain is turning them into little green men because that's what we Mm -hmm. know
0: well and even if you talk to um like there's a there's a handful of people in the podcaster community where they have all had an experience with an extraterrestrial but they all describe it completely different like some of them are gray, some of them are green, you know, and, and the shapes are different and, and stuff like that. So maybe that's a, maybe that's an us problem that we can't put those things into words. So mm. what do you think, Frank?
2: I think that's a really valid thought, honestly. Um, maybe people are digging, I- on the different extraterrestrial races, a little too hard, and not considering mm-hmm. the fact that everybody is processing something that mm-hmm. might be a little bit traumatic if they were to see the truth. Right. I, I, I think people processing these otherworldly deities um, falsely definitely could be what's happening.
0: Well, and, and the reason why I kind of think that has something to do with it is because if you think about like how people are, um, so emotional, right. And you've got one school of people that, um, earth sucks and it sucks here and I hate my life and I hate everything in it. And, you know, we're all going to go burn in hell and the world's going to blow up and all this, you know, doom and gloom stuff. And then you've got other people that have a very like light carefree, just happy to be alive every single day. And when you know, if you gave them both groups of people the same exact thing like that to look at, their interpretation is going to be very, very different depending on on how their actual energy mindset is. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
3: I think also it could be especially pertaining to cryptids uh the nature of our reality is far weirder than what we can actually perceive just as mm-hmm. you know pink monkeys you know so but we also have a powerful uncharted consciousness too mm-hmm. that could be could see these what there could be a whole different world in there uh mm-hmm. that's not even a part of what we're seeing with our eyes and if we do see certain things because there's so many different cryptids and so much, so much between creatures and, you know, dark figures and alien looking things. I think a, there could be some things that are actually, that actually exist mm-hmm. and they might not actually all the time be on our 4d plane, but they're here. So I think this, there's a lot of has to do with like time and space and, and different even not not necessarily dimensions, but what we can perceive. Mm-hmm. You know, you could walk past a, maybe like a windigo, for example. You could be walking in the woods, and then have you seen that video of that guy doing the 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 calling out in the woods? And you see those two creatures peer by that peer. Frankie, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we, we did yeah. a we did a frog factor on it. Yeah, uh-uh. it's horrifically scary because they look like video. They look like windigos. He's doing like throat calling. And all of a sudden, in the disc, not very far away from him, you see something with like the very almost like zombie, like just standing there, and like shifts its head, and then another thing almost looks like it's got like a Wendigo face, and it like looks looks, and they're just looking at him, and he sees it. It's on camera, and he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> uh, but that could be something that's just shifting in and out that we just can't fully perceive all the time, which is Rem- terrifying. Remind I would <laughs> me in that my video. Pants. Um. In- That do those, do those figures
2: just kind of disappear afterwards? They just kind of disappear, right? Yeah, yeah. So kind of just like in and out. Dave mentioned that the beginning of this video, this guy was doing some like throat singing in the middle of the woods, and then you see those dark figures that pop out behind the trees. I wonder if the frequencies. The vibrational noise of Mm -hmm. this dude's throat singing somehow lifted the veil between some sort of dimensions and he was able to see his actual surroundings that prior he wouldn't have been able to. Mm -hmm. And that might have a lot to do with it when it comes to possible interdimensional beings and their sightings we might be overlooking if there was at some point a trigger before the sighting that could have caused that metaphorical lifting of the veil. We also- well,
0: yeah. And if you, and, you know, thinking about like cymatics and how, you know, important those are not just in nature, but, you know, all around us and, and with, you know, with that tone or that resonance of his voice, you never know what, what, <clears throat> Can happen happens to people too who are meditating and and making certain sounds and things like that and different cultures they'll they'll talk about you know shamans will talk about where they have you know entities or beings or whatever come in based on on whatever their uh, tonage is mm-hmm. yeah that sound reminds
1: me
3: too
0: yeah sound mm-hmm. and energy
1: are big but yeah. that reminds me of a book that I read by Mark Booth. And he kind of goes through, um, you know, uh, spirituality and the, the, the evolution of the universe and, and man and, and the relationship between man and God, um, <clears throat> God or gods. And he says that as we as we moved throughout uh, evolution as man, we distance ourselves further and further from gods. Mm -hmm. Um, So our ability to commune with them or our ability to see them physically uh, has gone away over time. Um, It it used to be that we could interact with them way back, you know, at the beginning of man, we could interact with them. Um, And then we moved into a portion where we could hear them, but not see them, and a portion now where we don't hear them or see them, we just believe in them. And then the natural progression is just that God's or God is gone eventually because there is no element to it. There is no seeing, hearing, or believing of it. Um, so how much of that plays into, like Dave said, you know, the, the vibration and what we're able to see through the veil, you know, mm-hmm. because there are some people that are still, or or are able to get to the thinnest part of those veils whether they're Mm -hmm. actual psychics or you know people that can see ghosts things like that Mm -hmm. um you know there are people that have the ability to see through certain parts of the veil Mm -hmm. at any time and maybe they are spirit more spiritually uh you know evolved and that's why they're able to see these beings and see these things Mm -hmm. um you know, if you're, if you're thinking just, just to roll back to to Sasquatch, if you're thinking about Sasquatch, a lot of the people that had sightings with Sasquatch are people that commune with nature. Right. People that are out in the woods, they're hiking, they're camping, Mm -hmm. they're distancing themselves from everything that is the rest of the population and the rest Mm -hmm. of the world. Right. And, In doing that, they are changing the energy and the the frequency that they're outputting through their minds and bodies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in doing that, maybe they are seeing that little glimpse of something that is otherworldly because of that slight change in what they're doing.
0: A hundred percent. I agree with that wholeheartedly because we are energy beings and energy is found in nature. And so the closer that you are in kinship with that and, you know, with, you know, walking on the terrain and, you know, touching things and smelling things and whatever, your, your vibration is so much higher and your energy is um, way past people that like to sit in the house all day long behind a computer or a game console or whatever. So, yes. <clears throat>
3: oh, that blue light will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have to pose a question after hearing about all that. Um, I was thinking, you know, I guess, I guess you, if you can consider giants and uh, fairies mm-hmm. and, you know, trolls or gnomes, like the duende, things that people actually believed were real, even not even in antiquity, not even that far, well, you know, maybe 200 years ago, people still had sightings or had, you know, talked about seeing these types of creatures, do you think since the inception of the radio wave and certain things like that, that is actually, maybe not intentionally, but maybe now, but not back then, or maybe back then, to block those certain frequencies for you to be able to see certain creatures? Like, not saying giants might not have been a physical creature, but maybe they, what if they were a creature that could go in and out? Because in a lot of ancient cultures, they're like god-like Creatures that show right. up,
0: right? Like, like Anunnaki.
3: Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, they looked the Nephilim and then South American cultures, and right. I think e- Egyptians claim to have had you know giants around them, and so and just, I would up.
0: say yes, in answer to that because knowing what we know um, about the cathedrals, the cathodes, and the healing waters, and you know all of these things where we had. Um, free-flowing energy sources and not like the man-made, you know, bioelectricity and stuff that we have now. Um, but things were so much different then. And and we were um, like more creative as a people and more um, in tune with things, I think, than, than uh, what they give us credit for. Because look at the structures that were built back then. That we didn't have the tools to make. Still don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? Uh, just because we can't replicate going to the moon?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, that technology.
0: <laughs> I lost it. I know what it was. It was one of those damn little creatures that snuck in and took the technology to go to the moon. Yep. That's <laughs> that's exactly what <laughs> yeah, happened.
3: It was yeah. it was one of the one of the pot liquors. Yep. Came in and. took all their took all their silverware and then the technology as well a computer computer. the size of a bedroom
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what do you do you think um that in doing the research that you guys have done do you think that a these things exist um or do you think some of this stuff is like uh man-made you know like fucking around in the basement of a military complex and let's jam these things together and see what happens
3: I think a lot of it could be that hmm. I think it's I think it's I think a lot of people a lot of people are full of shit and they mm-hmm. see they see things Uh a lot of people drink they see things a lot of people are on drugs they see things I was gonna and, say
0: take mushrooms and, and, and see things
3: a lot of people that are in the woods too, sometimes if you're not accustomed to that, that's a very high pressure, high right. intense situation with uh, that attributes to with fear. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're not used to being in the woods, it's a scary place when you're by yourself, mm-hmm. uh, unless you can chill. Uh, but I, I think like a, like, I think we even said Jersey devil might've been like a, a failed and mothman might've been like a failed military experiment that got mm-hmm. out. Uh But like things like the like the Fresno Nightcrawler, you know, for example, I have no idea what that could be. It's walking pants, walking pants, walking wishbone and like something like that. Chupacabra could just be a natural thing, you know, but I think uh, I don't know. I I, I think it's very mixed. I I think think people shit, though.
0: I think the things definitely exist for a couple reasons. Um, number one, if you look up and do a you know, internet search, it'll come up with like Wikipedia always puts that crap first. And it'll be like, ah, pseudoscience claims that cryptids blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. So if a, uh, very biased slanted publication is saying it's pseudoscience and it doesn't exist. That's like the government telling you that they're not real. And so I'm inclined to believe that they really do exist. But number two, um, I think there's a lot of manipulation because we live not terribly far from uh, naval space. And so we live out in the middle of nowhere. And I was outside late one night chit-chatting on the phone with somebody and I look down and I'm like what the hell is that and it had like this giant you know long rat tail and I'm like okay let me put the flashlight on my phone and see what this is it was a toad with a rat tail and not like a tadpole thing I mean this was like the merging of a rat and a toad together and I'm like the fuck Is that thing, whatever it is? I'm not. I got in the bed of my truck and I'm like, I am not coming off of my tailgate until this thing goes wherever it's going because I was like, okay, that's not a normal occurrence and I don't know what could possibly happen. So
2: I totally hear what you're saying Uh, to be. To be a little bit brutally honest about it, I think it's kind of ignorant to be so strong in the sense that you're going to say that cryptids don't exist whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Every single year, dozens, if not hundreds of new species are discovered on our planet. Exactly. These these are just biological entities that we can actually observe on our dimensional plane. Right. Right. Um, So, with that being said, even if they weren't interdimensional, there's a pretty high likelihood that there's some crazy stuff that's out of our imagination that we haven't even discovered in the field of science yet. And taking it back to made by humans, genetic modification is a very real thing. Bioengineering is very real. Cloning is real, mm-hmm. animal hybrids, animal-human hybrids. Right. So wh- when you put all of that stuff together and you think, what are the odds that something might have escaped or they let a couple of one of their made species out just to see what happens? Mm-hmm. I think there's a high probability of that as well.
0: And it's funny that you said that because the first thing that popped into my mind was that was it Netflix series or something that came out last year. With the, you know, it's like humans that were having babies that were like human and pig or uh, human and cow or something like that. I can't, I can't remember. Oh, that yeah. It
1: was, it was a, a weird show, right? It was a yeah, show? Yes.
0: Yeah. And there's like oh. some of them had like deer antlers and whatever. And so uh, the humans were hunting these babies that were born that were hybrids and i thought well isn't that interesting because you guys probably don't know about me but um i'm a retired nurse and medical school teacher and so like i know a lot about the (laughs) genetic manipulation and crap that goes on and so that show came out and i thought well isn't that weird because they've been working on chimera's chimera's for a really long time where you know they're like pig and human hybrid stuff and i'm like and then this movie comes out hmm ha- interesting timing on that
3: mm. so it's
0: funny that you brought that up because i was like they've been doing that for a while and you know how they always say that like movies imitate real life or or the, what comes out in the movies is is what's you know, predicting the future or or things like that. So look at all the movies that have come out with Mothman and, you know, like the Tooth Fairy and all these other, you know, things, stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you have wink, real scientists that are saying cryptids don't exist because it's pseudoscience. I think, I think Mike
3: Mm -hmm. had a good point earlier with, you know, you looking back to stuff that we, we lost and Mm -hmm. you just look at, just look at the Egyptians and what they have. I mean, they have massive beings with heads that are not, most of them are not human, especially their gods. And if they were, they definitely, they definitely experimented with some sort of substances on top of the fact that they, they had some type, some type of technology, whether it be energy, most, most likely some type of energy that we just can't do anymore. And mm-hmm. it's probably sound. I think a lot of the things, like the King's Chamber in those big chambers in the Great Pyramid, you know, mm-hmm. are actual just like resonance rooms. Exactly. And, uh, and there's something to that, especially. And then you have other, you know, other cultures too that have things. I mean, you just—I just think like when you think about chimeras, I just think about like Moloch. You know, mm-hmm. you have the guy guy walking around with a bull head. Right. You know, so it's—I—I I think like like frank was saying too they think a lot of this stuff is i think i think we're just not able to see half the stuff that we're seeing and if you are able to see it especially if we can get it on camera now because then that's strange if we're getting it on camera oh like that jersey devil video oh they launched it (laughs) it looks like this video that he's talking about it looks like they're launching like a spray-painted goat pinata off like a, a, a like like a slide and it's, it's, it's such a hoax, but it's funny. It's supposed to be <laughs> Jersey devil, <laughs> but yeah, I think we just can't see it. I think we, I think there's definitely some hoaxes like that, mm-hmm. uh, but we definitely just can't see these things anymore. And the people that do get to see them, it's either scary or it's not like, like we mentioned, like, for example, like the Fresno nightcrawler, that only happens in the Fresno area, Yosemite, that that portion of the Sierra Nevada in California. And it literally looks like a washing, a walking wishbone in on security cameras. And it shows up on security cameras and you'd think, oh, it's just a person wearing like a pants suit zipped up or something. And it's not. It's very, very strange. So I think we're just seeing stuff that's flashing in and out. But our technology is getting better. But I don't know why we're able to see stuff. Maybe it's just the the amount of surveillance we have now too.
0: So I think a lot of that um is definitely related to like how um, clear, like, uh, your pineal gland is and, and how, um, in tune with things that you are. Because, um, when you were talking earlier about like, uh, some people being able to see spirits and, you know, things like that. I am one of those people. Um, and I don't like to let that happen too often because, um, you can let other things in that you don't want in. But it made me think um, there is these glasses that you can get that have, and I can't remember what, what the stuff is called, but some kind of purple filter or whatnot in these specialty glasses that allows you to see demons around you. And this person that was talking to me about it was like, do you want me to send you a pair? And I'm like, fuck, no, I don't <laughs> want to see that. Because if you think about um, like the very first time I went to DC, um, we drove in and I was like, oh my God, like the energy here is making me sick. Like, I feel like I want to vomit. Like everything feels so just dark and creepy. And I was thinking if I had those glasses at that time, I could just imagine like a whole car full and they're like sitting with me in the back of the truck. And I'm like, no, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to experience things like that, but you know, other stuff like doesn't bother me. Like, do you guys talk to animals and stuff? Do I, talk you animals. Yeah, I talk to my
3: animals. Talk to my cat. Talk to my cats
0: so talking about he's an animal (laughs) well the reason why i thought of that because like you were talking about the pyramids and you know egyptians and whatnot and one of the things that they did was like almost had this worship for cats and dogs right and they're like in literally all their hieroglyphics and stuff and so you know i wonder if if That also puts you like really in tune with, you know, like nature or different frequency or whatever, being able to um, see or, you know, experience these things because the Egyptian culture has, you know, the same kind of stuff where they talk about different sightings and whatnot. The Native Americans have had it and they always used spirit animals and stuff. So I wonder if, if that communication with the animals has something to do with it as well. I think that's probably
3: why we've domesticated cats and dogs because they can, they're literally walking around with those glasses that you talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. A cat will stare at a, stare at Mm -hmm. a wall and puff up and just be like, well, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And they know too. I mean, look at the stories where like cats will be in nursing homes or hospitals or whatever. And they always know when somebody's going to die. We have cats and I can tell you they always know when somebody's sick. And it's like they just come and they just like stand there and like almost like protect you. And so I wonder if, you know, uh, like the Navajo cultures and and stuff like that and even um, like Oriental medicine and stuff always talks about like, you know, animal spirits and and you know, things like that. So I wonder if that's part of. Cats, Good especially
1: names. cats, especially
0: mm-hmm. if
1: you look at, like you said, a lot of lore, um, you know, obviously Egypt, but also uh, witchcraft, anything mm-hmm. to do with witchcraft. Uh, those are the most likely familiars cats um, even going, going into pop culture uh the movie Constantine he literally just stares into a cat's eyes and all of a sudden he's transported to hell um you know they they, some of
0: them are devils (laughs) yeah
1: that's that's the way it is but you know and then there's you know the cat that stares off into the into the corner are they seeing demons are they seeing ghosts Mm -hmm. they they uh, when it comes to cats I truly believe that they are able to see through the veil they mm-hmm. are able to see everything that is around us. Right. Um, yeah, I, I almost want to say let's build a robot using cat eyes and just see what it sees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they probably already have done that.
1: <laughs>
0: that's what the visor is, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, what but, they're. Like, um, what was that thing? Um, oh, my gosh. I'm having a total brain fart tonight. Uh, Brain poop um you know kind of like how people astral travel and stuff and they always talk about like the government has has the ability to do uh teleportation and and time travel and whatever and they could see the future and stuff they probably already know that about cats and that's probably the technology behind it
2: mm-hmm Crazy cat ladies are a psyop.
0: <laughs>
2: I've got three things on cats real quick. Is it okay to talk about psychedelics on this show?
0: Oh yeah. You can talk All about right. anything.
2: One time I was on a like pretty hefty dose of LSD and I was totally convinced that my cat was an alien and we locked eyes for like 15, 20 minutes straight and it was terrifying. Um, but that's besides the point. There was a trend I, I don't know if it originated on TikTok or not. You said you have cats? hmm Okay, so you try this. Dave, I encourage you to try this. I tried it with my cats and had no result where people would play Egyptian music and their cats would like go wide-eyed and like stare at them and their ears would do this crazy thing. Um, I would try that just, just for shits and giggles. Um, maybe there's some sort of genetic memory that they have of mm-hmm. being worshipped right. in that time or something and that's what intrigued me to try it and again no results but m- maybe give it a go um and cats are extremely susceptible and in tune to energy mm-hmm. and 100%. i percent for a fact because when like myself or my girlfriend if we had like a really shitty day or if we're like really depressed we we've got two cats but one of them in particular it's like he knows when we're really upset right and he'll he'll, he'll kind of come up to us i us you know kind of feel us out and then he'll move in and try to like love us up and even if we like push him away like no not right now like he'll come back up and he's not always like that i mean he is sometimes but especially if we're upset like he'll right he'll like try to come in and give us love it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird that a, a cat could pick up on that sort of thing they
0: do they they have that and it's weird because like dogs don't seem to have that same type of ability Um, But it's almost like you said, reading your energy and, and they can pick up on that. And that's why I think um, with the, with the animals, figures and stuff that are all throughout, you know, mythology and stuff like that, I I think they're, they're used, you know, kind of like the cathodes were in the temples. I think cats were used the same way because they are energy bringers and energy readers. And I think, I think that's part of it. And that's a part that I think um, n- not very many people think about.
3: That's why cat watches the door if you have if the if you're it's in your bathroom while you're taking a poop. You. your most vulnerable state is you're in your most vulnerable state so it's just like I'm going to sit here loaf up and watch out the door I got you but and but you can't do that with them they get offended so you know but I feel like it's more male cats have a have, have from my experience male yeah. cats have a better tendency to pick up on energy yes my cat's female and she you know I was I've been sick for a week and a half and she's like fuck
2: you could give a list
3: of get a shit. Your, Yeah, yeah. Get, a. Your, go get your own stuff. Yeah, yeah, two a.m. to five a.m. You want to sleep? You want to feel better? Eat shit, kid. That's my cat. <laughs> it's so. time to get up, human, and <laughs> yep.
0: feed me. Yeah, and and if you think about it too, they also, um, you know, like these cultures kind of worshipped them, and it's almost like they know that because a lot of people always talk about like cats having that that same personality where you're supposed to worship them, you yeah. know, whatever. My cats aren't like that. They worship me, but you know, that's because I'm pretty awesome, you know, and I feed them.
3: So, <laughs> Well, there are cryptids that people worship. So I guess you can put them in the folklore sense, like the Thunderbird. That's like a cryptid that, you know, mm-hmm. cultures, you know, especially on the West coast, uh, you know, Pacific Northwest that they, attribute earthquakes to it so you know but it it could it could there be a giant bird that people see because there are some seriously large i mean albatross is a large bird and mm-hmm. you know there's some pretty big ass vultures uh but is there really like a 20 foot you know but wide bird flapping around
0: but think about that too and and how uh they talk about the phoenix all the time Yep. Yeah, could too. could that be the same thing
3: Pro- probably probably in the wheelhouse.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
3: that could That's be true. shifting in and out from our 4D to a different, you know, from their dimension to our dimension. Mm-hmm. And hell, I mean, native cultures could be right. Earthquakes could be just the bird be like, breaks the earth, <laughs> you know? <Like. laughs>
0: that would be my luck, right? It would happen right in front of me. I'd shit my pants and we'd be all done. That would be it. It would be over so let me ask you a question like what how do you guys feel about about cryptids are you more in the camp of i believe it or are you more in the camp of i don't know uh
1: we did kind of a poll uh a while back on the believability of certain cryptids um I think that we are all kind of on the same page when it comes to Sasquatch. At least I believe we are. That we do believe in that one. Yeah. Um, but it it definitely varies depending on the cryptid. Um, Mothman, Mothman, I think is less cryptid. I think that's more of a an interdimensional or ultra dimensional creature.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Jersey Devil, I think is BS uh a lot of the other ones i think are bs i think i think a lot of the cryptids the things that we attribute to being cryptids are just uh lore or storytelling mm-hmm. that gets translated into uh i saw something and it looked like this and somebody goes oh that's you know a mongolian deathworm um it also could be <laughs> you know in some of the <laughs> <laughs> In some of those situations, it could also be, um, you know, just a creature maybe that we just, like Frank said, have not found yet. We've not been able to capture and study and see out in the wild and and be able to really, um, you know, confirm is, is a real thing or not. But, you know, again... How many different creatures and and animals and different uh, species of things are we finding even still to this day?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, let alone
3: not even delving into what's in the ocean.
0: Oh yeah, well,
3: look at mermaids. That's yeah. that's like a can can't confirm, can't deny, you know, creature that has been seen since people have been on the water, mm-hmm. and it's almost in the same realm as Bigfoot for me. There's no definitive evidence, but. It's probably I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility to have an aquatic humanoid.
0: Well, and and it's in like how many different cultures folklore, yeah. you know it's it's all it's all over the place and that and that's you know, of course, another thing that they made a movie about was the Little Mermaid, right? Um, and it, it just oh, makes it makes you yeah.
3: <laughs> I got the Under the Sea song stuck in my head, like. It's oh Sebastian! I was just gonna in-
0: say, sing it, Sebastian. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we should do an acapella, the three of us, and we'll, we'll send it to you. That I that... only know those couple of words. <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Title of show: Under the Sea. Here's their singing intro. Yeah. That would be pretty funny, though. Um, I'll be expecting that in my inbox later. Thank you very much. For sure. For sure. <laughs> oh you guys it has been um an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys you're you're fun and i hope our listeners check out your show so where all can they find you at
1: Mm. Uh it's very easy. We are literally everywhere that you can get a podcast. Uh nice. Spotify, iTunes. Uh if you if you can listen to a podcast, you can listen to us. Um hush is our website. We have all of our episodes on there, all of our links to all our social medias, everything everywhere and everything that you can get us on. Um Including our Patreon and uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz, and then uh, we are also on Rockfin. Uh, we just recently became a video podcast starting uh, this past season, and uh, we moved over to Rockfin. YouTube hates us, yep. so <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably um, mm-hmm.
4: uh, very
1: easy to find us on Rockfin. Hush Hush Society. You can, I mean, we're we're the only ones with the name, so link on the website as well. Yeah, nice. Link is also on the website for
0: that. So Very nice. So I'm going to ask you guys, <clears throat> each one of you, leave the listeners with one uh, interesting fact that we didn't cover today.
3: Frank. <laughs>
2: you want me to start? Yeah, yeah. One interesting yeah. fact. Frank always has a good one. All right
1: oh uh, let's see
2: you know
0: they did that to stall so they could both think of something right yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Even, That's even, right.
1: even when it gets to me i'll still be blank <laughs> it's
2: it's interesting it might be well known if you're versed with cryptids but t- two facts in one bigfoots are said to smell terribly so if you're ever mm. in the woods and you're getting a real musky scent Open those eye holes and look for a Bigfoot. And second off, they're they're said to create structures in the woods, not necessarily huts, but strange structures out of sticks. I don't know what they're for, but if you see something that's not natural, sticks put together in some sort of weird formation. Again, open your eye holes, look for a Bigfoot.
0: And if you're at the grocery store and you smell something musky, open your eyes because Bigfoot might be shopping next to you.
3: <laughs> he loves processed meats. Yeah, he, <laughs> you know, Good deli meat.
0: He was in there looking for his own special kind of worm. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> you guys got any gooey duck? <laughs>
3: Jeez. Um let's see cryptid fun fact if you're from connecticut or ohio there is a cryptid called the melon heads or uh and i'd scare the crap out of me because my dad told me about it right before i'd go camping every time and uh and then give me like lemon head candies as an added joke to be like here you go remember that you know it's planted uh they're supposed to be little tiny melon shaped people melon shaped headed people (laughs) that uh allegedly escaped insane asylums and they were the product of genetic modification and there's a couple little uh, towns in the woods in uh connecticut uh that is supposed to be attributed to them and uh so if you don't know about the melon heads or look up like pygmy village or places like that it's, pretty, it's a pretty cool one. We did an episode on it, but there's a, there's definitely a little bit more to it than what we talked about.
0: And thanks to Dave's dad for um, scaring the crap out of him when he was a little kid. See what happens and how he turned out. Love you. Yeah, he, uh...
1: <laughs> turned out just fine. Yes, know. he did.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Mystery Mike.
1: Alright. I've had some time to think. <laughs> 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 Two little ones. If you live out in the woods and you hear uh, a little child or a woman crying out in the woods, don't go outside. Don't go outside. Don't go outside. It's, it's most likely either a skinwalker, most likely a skinwalker. Um, it could also be a wendigo. Depends. a banshee. Could be a banshee. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Depending on how loud it is. Uh, secondly... Uh, supposedly Bigfoot, Sasquatch, have this, uh, sticky residue in the palm mm. of their hands. Uh, it, it, it leaves, uh, this residue wherever it puts its hands. Um, I believe other apes have it also, which puts it kind of in the ape family. So if you're ever looking around the woods and you see really big handprints that kind of look sappy. And it's,
3: uh, not sap. it's not sap. <laughs> It's most likely a, a Bigfoot handprint. Don't sniff it. Don't, sniff, don't taste it. <laughs> don't Just eat don't it. Yeah. it. <laughs> Just look at it. Take pictures. Yeah. Compare don't your it. hand size. <laughs> yeah.
0: Unless you're one of those little things that likes to lick spoons and stuff. You might oh, want to try yeah.
3: that. Yeah. 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 You you're a spoon licker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's the ultimate insult. Oh man!
3: <laughs> Look up the you lads too. You want to kick? Get a kick and start laughing. You'll learn about the you lads. There's some ridiculous, ridiculous little, little gremlins that. Did you say
0: Yule y- lad?
3: Yeah, they're called Yule dads. lads. Yep. Yule lads. Yeah, like like Christmas. Yule, Yule yeah. lads. They're supposed to come out on Christmas. Yeah. Steal your underwear.
1: They like to smell your
3: doorknobs. Doorknob, <laughs> sniff. Doorknob sniffer. Yeah. Doorknob sniffer. <laughs> Door slammer. Dorse one that yep. to doors.
2: yep, yep. <laughs> your dirty spoons. Was it spoon liquor, uh, pot liquor? I think there's one liquor. that washes your dishes. The one oh was,
0: my uh, god, I need to find like all of these things, um, and have them over <laughs> for holiday feasts so they can just clean up the kitchen all by themselves.
1: Just don't invite the well endowed Duande. Oh, yes, did him, you just man. say
0: well endowed? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. I want the well endowed yeah. one to come to my he's like, house.
1: He's like five five inches tall, but
0: <laughs> but he carries a large bat.
3: <laughs> he's got to throw it over his shoulder. Was it? What was the <laughs> best one? Uh, sh- sheep sheep coat clod. <laughs> he see what is it? He he stole a uh, farmer's sheep sheds or something like that, and then yeah. um, oh man, there's some there's some. Sausage swiper, he steals your sausages. Yeah, <laughs> sausage good. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, window peeper, that was another yeah. one. That's pretty... he just watches through he your window, watches... <laughs> he just likes to watch. It's almost like, it's like, what they got the seven dwarves, except there's 13 of them, yeah, yeah, and they're all dicks, yeah. Most of them are dicks, they're, they're, they're just stealing from you, except for, I think, uh, I think Gully Gawk, he. No, he steals the foam from your cow's milk. So, I mean, that, that couldn't be the worst thing. This is terrible. <laughs> good times. Good what a times good takeaway. Yeah.
0: I am curious about some of those and, and how those came to be. Um, <clears throat> because some of those I can't imagine being, like, across a lot of folklore. So I'm no,
3: curious. it's mostly Icelandic. They're very regional. I was yeah. gonna
0: say, I wonder if this is like, um, like the CIA experimentation on people with a bunch of mind control drugs, and they're like, write your best story of a really creepy character. <laughs>
3: what do you oh. see in front of you? The big <laughs> thing about them too, there is a cat that's associated with them that eats like children, if if they're naughty children. But then, if if you're not naughty, they leave you candy. But if they are, then they'll lick your pots, and then if you're outside, a giant black cat eats you. So that's you weird. know
0: what I've my parents told me that when I was little about huh. about a cat like that only it was called a wampus cat, um, and I was terrified because you know my grandparents told me when I'm staying at their house and you don't want to like try to sneak out at night or anything because there's a wampus cat that lives in the woods. And you know, if you sneak out your bad child and it will eat you. And I was like, I believe that for a really long time. And they had me terrified. did cause they would like, they didn't have air conditioning. So we'd have to sleep <laughs> with the window open. And I'm terrified that this wampus cat is going to get me through the screen window. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: I mean that, that would be a, Except uh, just add Christmas to it, you know? Like killer Christmas kitty.
0: <laughs> well, and and there are cats that do uh, leave presents for you because uh, oh, yeah. I, I stayed with my daughter before and her cat brought me presents, only it was poop, out of the litter box and he put it under my bed. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, kitty. Nice. <laughs> nice baby. Yeah. So, anyways... Thank you guys so much for joining me. You guys are a lot of fun. I still think you should do the uh, audio drama show because that would be awesome listening to you guys. I, I, like, I'd have to put that on repeat a lot. So it would be fun. So again, um, where is the main source to find your show? And what is it called so everybody can find you?
3: You can uh, find us at hushhushsociety.com and we are the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour.
0: Perfect. You guys are fantastic. I love you all. I feel like we've known each other and been hanging out having beers. I'm We're having a now. I'm having a virtual beer because no one brought me any today. So um strike one, you're on my shit list now. Shit. Just kidding. Shit. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be expecting a case for Christmas. Anyway. A half case. Half case. Yes, I'll half send you a half
1: case in the math case. <laughs> uh, that
0: ought to be enough to last me for a couple of hours. Anyways. you guys are a lot of fun thank you so much for hopping onto my show and everybody go like subscribe download follow comment share and get on their patreon get on their website get some goodies get some merch and all of that good stuff so thank you so much yeah
3: thank you for me and these
0: three lovely beautiful fellas we'll see you next time have a good one